Hey guys, welcome to On The DL. I'm your host, Mary Reagan Bowling, where it's all about your West High athletes and giving you the behind the scenes. It's us getting a deeper dive into how these amazing athletes have persevered through an injury. Finally, starting back up after the break in illness, we are here with Pep Arnwine. Pep is a senior here at West High School and dominates in the water. Thank you for joining us today, Pep. Yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> okay, so let's start from the beginning. So you're a swimmer. What made you fall in love with the sport? Uh, well, summer league in Knoxville is a pretty big thing. And starting that, I just, I mean, it led to the love I have for swimming now. And when did you start swimming? When I was probably five or six, I started at Cherokee, and then I moved to Knoxville Racquet Club at around eight, I'm pretty sure. Okay, cool. And this wasn't your only sport. I know you used to run, and then I know you do rec league basketball, but what made you choose swimming over all the other sports that you've done? Uh, I guess as a eighth grader and freshman, I realized I wasn't going to be the biggest kid because I did like basketball more at swimming at one point, but I realized that, I mean, there's really nothing there in basketball beyond high school. So I chose swimming because, I mean, I was, I was pretty good at it. So, yeah. <laughs> and so you mentioned Knoxville Racquet Club, which I know is a summer league, and you also swim for Tennessee Aquatics, which is a club team. Give us a little insight on just Tennessee Aquatics as a whole and what made you join. So Tennessee Aquatics used to be Pilot, and Pilot was the big club team in like the 2000s it was it was a gold medal swim team which is like a really big honor and Jackie Bertucci who is the head coach at KRC basically recruited me to swim at Tennessee Aquatics when I was 10 years old and convinced my dad it would be a great idea for me to join the join the swim team so I did and it led to this, so I'm very thankful for that. And would you say Jackie is your mentor, or who is your mentor? Honestly, probably my dad. I've always looked up to him uh, since a young age, so yeah, I'd say my dad, he always pushes me. He's just, he's a great, great influence in my life. That's awesome. So we'll talk about your career before the injury. So you went to state your freshman year and got eighth in the 500 free and then 22nd in the 100 back yes I was at that time more of a distance backstroker type swimmer and as a freshman to make a final at state it's pretty big deal that is very impressive <laughs> and as I went into finals I ended up adding eight seconds because I psyched myself out so yeah I'm not very proud of that but but it got better that's still, like, an accomplishment yeah, yeah. to get there. But, so, 2019, that was your freshman year. 2020, you got six in the 200-yard free, the 500 free. And was that the year that you got hurt, or when was that? Yes, I got hurt, uh, I want to say, a couple months after, after that. Okay. Yeah. So, we'll start getting into the injury. So, it was a golf cart incident ATV type ATV golf cart ATV type thing so 
when did this happen? What happened? Uh, I think it was end of May, and I went to the lake with some friends, and uh, I was really excited to learn how to wakeboard because I hadn't tried that yet. So uh, we were waiting for... uh, their dad to come down to the boat and we were just hanging out and then we decided to go on the ATV and we were riding on gravel, loose gravel, and we ended up sliding and hitting um, basically like a bank, like going uphill and then it flipped the ATV on its side, on the side I was sitting, I was in the passenger in the front seat and I was holding on to the handle. that was, I mean, kind of outside the ATV, and it smashed my hand and slid along the ground with it and took a big chunk out of it. That sounded like that hurt. Yeah. Um, so what were your thoughts when this was happening? Like, I can picture, like, a slow-mo. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It was, it was definitely a slow-motion uh, event. It was... I mean, I feel like I was paralyzed. I couldn't really move, do anything, like, in that moment. And then after uh, I get up and, I mean, I can't feel my hand at the moment, but then I see I'm dripping blood on my hat that had fallen off my head. And I was like, I looked at my hand and there's a big hole. And, I mean, I just started panicking. I was yelling at my friend to give me a shirt so I could wrap it around and stop the bleeding. But my initial thought was I'd, I was going to lose my hand, but thankfully I did not. That is terrifying. Thank goodness that you had friends there oh, yeah. to help yeah. you. So did you go sh- into the ambulance straight to the ER? What exactly happened after that? So uh, at first we couldn't get a hold of my friend's parents, so we kind of we kind of were just standing there waiting for someone to come by and finally a guy in a jeep he came by to help us he was he wasn't the nicest guy but uh he lifted me out of the atv because i couldn't use my right hand and i basically sat there in shock with a towel wrapped around my hand till uh the friend's parents got there and then we went back to the lake house, and my friend drove me to meet my mom. We were like 40 minutes out, so we met my mom, and then we went to an urgent care because we were told that would be an, be a good place to go. And I wouldn't let my mom see my hand, which was probably not the smartest thing because as we got to the urgent care, they told us that they couldn't help me because, I mean, the injury was too severe. So then we went to the hospital, And this was probably close to two hours later after the accident. And then finally we got into a a room to see someone. And yeah, they basically, they cleaned it out. And yeah, we were there for probably an hour. And you mentioned that you didn't want to show your mom your arm. Why was that going through your head? Uh, I knew she would freak out, and I didn't want her to, because then that probably freaked me out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I also did pro- I didn't think it was as bad as it it was, but I definitely knew <laughs> it was probably a little bit. It was probably worse uh, not showing her, but 
it's just my initial thought was don't show her it'll freak me out freak her out so which is it makes sense yeah but what um what did the doctor initially say when you first came in uh i mean they were pretty shocked at the injury i mean they i mean they see injuries like this pretty often i'm sure but uh they looked pretty shocked and i mean they seemed to know what to do so they they started cleaning it out with a big syringe and like squirting uh hydrogen peroxide maybe i don't know i'm not a doctor (laughs) It, it might i don't know what it is but basically they were squirting uh stuff to clean my hand out to get the rocks and gravel out of the out of the deep parts and then after that they just wrapped my hand up and told me i'd have to come back or check up and on the next day and yeah so you obviously had to get surgery yes. so what was that procedure like for you mentally and i guess physically so at first when i went to the hospital i told them i didn't want a skin graft and i just wanted them to tell me if i was gonna have to get one or not mm-hmm. and they told me at first i was not going to need one and it would probably just heal but then when I went to the doctor the next day, they said I would for sure need a skin graft or else there would be a hole, like an indent in my hand. And, I mean, at, my initial thought was, I mean, that sucks because a skin graft scar isn't very pretty. So, uh, so when I went to the doctor the next day and they told me I had to get a skin graft, uh, we scheduled a surgery I think a couple days after that meeting and uh, it was supposed to be a one surgery type deal and we basically went in thinking I'd, it'd just be one and done but the my hand was too dirty uh, for them to do the operation in just one time so at the first surgery I was under and they basically cleaned it out just better than what they did at the hospital and then I think like a week and a half two weeks later I got this skin graft surgery and they took skin from my forearm and put it on my hand and sewed it up and I was in a full basically a full arm cast and I had to keep it elevated Uh, and when I went to sleep it had to be above my head which sucked. So after after that surgery, I mean, physically it was pretty hard. I mean, I was having to use my non-dominant hand to do everything. And my mom had to help me do a lot of stuff. I mean, showering was probably the worst part. Only being able to use your left hand and then having to keep your right arm dry or else, I mean, you could risk having to go to the doctor and them having to rewrap everything, which is not not ideal so it's pretty hard that's I can't even imagine going through something like that and did you ever think about swim and like your career in swim or were you just so focused on like I need to get my arm better just to do normal day activities yeah so after or 
my sophomore year state, I performed pretty well, and I'd shown that I'd been getting a lot faster, and I started getting letters from colleges, some D1, some smaller, D2 and D1 schools, and uh, I was like, wow, I, I'm gonna, I can swim at the next level. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to push myself. Mm-hmm. And then I had the injury, and, I mean, yeah, the, the thought, I mean, the biggest thought I had was, was I going to be able to use my hand the way I, I was able to, yeah. like in swimming. And, uh, that, yeah, that was just a big thought. And then after I got my uh, cast off, I, I had to go through physical therapy because I couldn't rotate my arm fully. I mean, I, I still can't, but it's a lot better now. So I had to go through about a month or two of physical therapy just so I could rotate my wrist and arm. So at when when I when I took when they took the cast off and I couldn't uh rotate my hand or my wrist, I I mean that was probably the thing that freaked me out the most cuz I was like I can't do backstroke now. Like that's my stroke. That's yeah. going to be really hard. And I just knew I I would have to get back in the water to really see but yeah, definitely, it scared me. Yeah, for sure. And when you were out, um, did you go to practice at all, just to, like see the team and stay in touch, or what did were you focused on the physical therapy part, or what? Yeah, so um, this was during COVID, so uh, my team was out of the water for about a month or two. And I got injured the day before we went back to practice. So, I mean, that that sucked. But, I mean, I hadn't been able to see my team for a while. And then I just got injured. And they were all aware of that. And they all they were all nice about it. But I did end up going to some practices just to, like, stay and watch and just hang around with the coach and the team, which was nice. And then I also I coached uh, KRC that year. Which was, which was, it kept me entertained and uh, kept me busy. Yeah. For some parts of the day. Well, that's good that you had that environment to make you feel welcome still, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and your family, your biggest mentor, your dad, what did he, what did they all do for you? Uh, I mean, my dad, my dad knew, I mean, he, I would say he was worried, but. Not really. I think he always knows it's going to be all right. But at the house, I mean, he would he would push me to he was pushing me to get back in the water when I could. Mm-hmm. And working on my physical therapy uh, stretches that I had to do at home, he would make sure I was on top of that. Yeah, of course. Well, now that you're better. So when were you fully cleared to swim? Uh, well, I ended up getting back in the water. Uh, a little too early because my scar on my forearm where they took the skin ended up not healing correctly I probably was in the water a couple weeks too early but I mean I couldn't really I couldn't really wait I kind of just wanted to get back in the water yeah it was I think it was two months after the injury I was probably starting practices back up just really kicking though not not really submerging my arm fully underwater yeah well, I know, like, as an athlete, when you're missing the thing you love, you want to get back as soon as you can. Oh, yeah, it's it's tough. 
Well, now that you're back, so you've been killing it recently. Um, so you said that you couldn't do backstroke just because of the way your arm turns. Do you still do backstroke now? I do not do backstroke like I did before the injury. It just it, it's a very odd feeling when I rotate my right wrist and trying to catch the water. Mm-hmm. But I have adapted to swimming other strokes with uh, mainly freestyle, which is also that was also probably one of my main main things before the injury, which is good. And I mean, I'm I'm fine with the freestyle and backstroke. It's I mean, it, I won't miss it. It's not like a big <laughs> thing, but yeah. Well, so you're ranked fifth overall in the state of Tennessee, which is pretty impressive. And in July of 2021 at the Southeastern Championships, you got fourth overall in the 200 long course freestyle, which was like a 154.80, which I don't know long course, but that sounds pretty fast to me. Yeah. And then um, sixth overall in the 100 long course free, which was a 52.80. That's pretty dang fast. So what were your thoughts, like, coming back and ranking that high up? Uh, honestly, it was, it was kind of crazy. I knew I was better at long course than short course, so I kind of took advantage of that. And that summer, I really uh, – I went to – I think I missed one practice maybe. Uh, I loved my coach. He's not – coaching me anymore but he was a great coach mm-hmm. and I mean I owe it to him but we worked two times a day most of the time in the summer and then he pushed me to get to that point and I'm thankful for that and that really uh that really opened up my my recruiting process even more so I'm thankful for that yes of course and then you had nationals in December how did that go for you uh well I wish it went a lot better than it did I had the flu like two weeks before so I was out of the water for about a week which really sucks because I mean not being able to swim for a week really sets you back uh but I was able to drop in two events out of the four I swam so I'm not gonna I won't complain about it but I'm definitely gonna be a lot faster in these upcoming meets and what I was. Yeah, that's awesome. And you had city meet through West High two weeks ago. I know I was there and you killed it, but I want to know your personal thoughts about it. Uh, yeah, city meet, I mean, it's fun. I like uh, being with everyone and people on uh, my club team, TNAC, uh, we all swim, or most of us swim at different high schools. So being able to compete against our uh, teammates on the club team is really fun, and we we really enjoy that meet, and uh, yeah. Yeah, friendly competition is always a lot of fun. Yes, for sure. And then, so today you signed with the University of Tennessee for swim. Yes. That is so exciting. Um, so you verbally committed on September 8th, but... Today, did you officially sign, or was it like a quote-unquote sign? Yeah, yeah, it was a fake sign, okay. quote-unquote. <laughs> I think everyone really fake signed today. Yeah. I have a video of you standing up, and you're just like, go balls. And yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Had to keep it short and sweet. <laughs> so um, 
What made you choose UT over all the other schools? Did you have any other offers that were in the back of your mind? Uh, I mean, I had a lot of schools reaching out to me, but really UT was was the main main school I wanted to go to. And at one point, I was I, I had the mindset of I'm only going to go to UT even if I can't swim. And uh, and after our summer league uh, championship, they call it city meet as well. Uh, I got a text from the recruiting coach at UT, and I mean, I it was crazy because I mean that's like that was one of the biggest things that I've ever received. Like as a swimmer, like it just opened my eyes. I was like, wow, like this is awesome and. I started talking to him and I went on an official and I think like the week uh, the week after I went on my official I committed and it was pretty awesome. That's awesome. Have you met the just the swim team there and do you know people? Yeah, so uh TNAC trains where UT does, so uh we get to see the team a lot and most of the guys will say what's up to me and uh, come up and talk to me, and then the coaches too as well. Uh, will just ask me how I'm doing and stuff. I know the head coach Matt Credich pretty well because his son swam at West my my freshman year. He was a senior, and me and him were pretty good buddies. And I mean, he's a, he's a fun guy. So yeah, Coleman's awesome. He's at Duke right now too. Yes. Um, so what are you planning on majoring at UT? Do you know? I have no idea. I got to work on that. Well, you have a while, so that's always exciting. But, um, so overall, did you ever think that you would be able to be in the spot that you're in today, swimming wise with the injury? Uh, probably not. I probably had a bit more negative, uh, thoughts after the injury, but I think as soon as I got back in the water... I think those thoughts were more positive and seeing that I was actually improving after the injury, I think that also helped me get in the mindset of uh, where I am now. Yeah, and I get the negative because I know the situation was just a terrible position to be in. Yes. Um, But what is one thing, like looking back at this injury, that you would just take forth in the rest of your life? Uh, What I'll take away from this is uh, basically – I know uh, it's said a lot, but as uh, one door closes, another one opens. And that's, I mean, I, that's because, I mean, I was a really good backstroker before the injury. And then after that door kind of just shut and I had to get get through another one, I had to open another one and get through all those challenges to get where I am now. So, yeah, that's what I'll take away. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Yes, this was was fun. Thank you. Yeah.